Hey everyone, this is Miss Akimoto with your next chapter of the Phantom Toll Booth. So we are halfway through chapter four, which is confusion in the marketplace. So Milo and Talk are in the word market, which we found out is people selling words to each other to use. And he's at a stall that's do it yourself. So he's selling letters and you build your own words. And He's been nibbling on letters and found found out that all letters taste different and some are tastier than others. And he was just asking how he could spell something when someone interrupted and it was a big insect. So let's find out a little bit more about this new character. Is it difficult? Milo asked. I'm not much good at making words, he admitted, spitting the pits from a pea. Perhaps I can be of some assistance, A-S-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E, buzzed an unfamiliar voice. And when Milo looked up, he saw an enormous bee, at least twice his size, sitting on top of the wagon. I am the spelling bee, announced the spelling bee. Get it? It's a giant bee who spells. He's a spelling bee. It's so great. Mm, Don't be alarmed, A-L-A-R-M-E-D. Talk ducked under the wagon, and Milo, who was not overly fond of normal-sized bees, began to back away slowly. I can spell anything, A-N-Y-T-H-I-N-G, he boasted, testing his wings. Try me, try me! Can you spell goodbye? suggested Milo as he continued to back away. The bee gently lifted himself into the air and circled lazily over Milo's head. Perhaps, P-E-R-H-A-P-S, you are under the misapprehension, M-I-S-A-P-P-R-E-H-E-N-S-I-O-N, that I am dangerous, he said, turning in a smart loop to the left. Let me assure, A-S-S-U-R-E, that my intentions are peaceful, P-E-A-C-E-F-U-L. And with that, he settled back on top of the wagon and fanned himself with one wing, now, he panted, think of the most difficult word you can and I'll spell it. Hurry up, hurry up. And he jumped up and down impatiently. Well, he looks friendly enough, thought Milo. Not sure just how friendly a friendly bumblebee should be. And tried to think of a very difficult word. Spell vegetable, he suggested, for it was one that always troubled him at school. Mm, that is a difficult one, said the bee, winking at the letterman. Mm, let me see now. Hmm. He frowned and wiped his brow and paced slowly back and forth on top of the wagon. How much time do I have? Just ten seconds, cried Milo excitedly. Count them off, talk. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, the bee repeated, continuing to pace nervously. Then... Just as time ran out, he spelled as fast as he could, V-E-G-E-T-A-B-L-E. Correct, shouted the letterman, and everyone cheered. Can you spell everything? asked Milo admiringly. Just about, replied the bee, with a hint of pride in his voice. You see, years ago I was just an ordinary bee, minding my own business, smelling flowers all day, and occasionally picking up a part-time work in people's bonnets. <laughs> so, there's an idiom called getting a bee in your bonnet, and it means you have an idea and you really, really want to do that idea, and that's called having a bee in your bonnet. So, he was just a regular bee in the flowers, and t- picking up part-time work in people's bonnets 
because he's a bee in a bonnet. Anyways, an idiom. It's really funny. Then, one day I realized I'd never amount to anything without an education, and being naturally adept at spelling, I decided that BALDERDASH shouted a booming voice, and from around the wagon stepped a large beetle-like insect dressed in a lavish coat, striped pants, checked vest, spats, and a derby hat. Um, spats are like little white things that go over your shoes. Um, people used to wear them in like the 1920s. And a derby hat is a hat that has like a rounded top. Let me repeat, balderdash, he shouted again, swinging his cane and clicking his heels in midair. Come now, don't be ill-mannered. Isn't someone going to introduce me to this little boy? This said the bee with complete disdain, is the humbug. A very dislikable fellow. Get it, a humbug. Like Ba humbug. But he's an actual bug. Yeah, it's great. Nonsense! Everyone loves a humbug! Shouted the humbug. As I was saying to the king just the other day, you've never met the king, accused the bee angrily. Then, turning to Milo, he said, Don't believe a thing this old fraud says. Bosh, replied the humbug. We're an old and noble family, honorable to the core. Insectus humbugium, if I may use the Latin. Why, we fought in the Crusades with Richard the Lionheart, and crossed the Atlantic with Columbus, blazed trails with the pioneers, and today many members of the family hold prominent government positions throughout the world. History is full of humbugs. <laughs> A very pretty speech, S-P-E-E-C-H, sneered the bee. Now why don't you go away? I was just advising the lad of the importance of proper spelling. Bah! said the bug, putting an arm around Milo. As soon as you learn to spell one word, they just ask you to spell another. You can never catch up, so why bother? Take my advice, my boy, and forget about it. As my great-great-great-grandfather George Washington Humbug used to say, You, sir, shouted the bee very excitedly, are an imposter, I-M-P-O-S-T-O-R, who can't even spell his own name. A slavish concern for the composition of words is a sign of bankrupt in intellect, roared the humbug, waving his cane furiously. Milo didn't have any idea what this meant, but it seemed to infuriate the spelling bee, who flew down and knocked off the humbug's hat with his wing. Be careful, shouted Milo, as the bug swung his cane again, catching the bee on the foot and knocking over the box of W's. My foot, shouted the bee. My hat, shouted the bug, and the fight was on. The spelling bee buzzed dangerously in and out of range of the humbug's wildly swinging cane as they menaced and threatened each other, and the crowd stepped back out of danger. There must be some other way to, began Milo, and then he yelled, watch out, but it was too late. There was a tremendous crash as the humbug, in his great fury, tripped into one of the stalls, knocking it into another, then another, then another, and then another, until every stall in the marketplace had been upset, and the words lay scrambled in great confusion all over the square. Um, 
when they say upset here, they don't mean the stalls are literally going, oh, it's so awful. Um, when something is upset, it can also mean it's like broken and pushed over and been knocked over. The bee who had tangled himself in some bunting toppled to the ground, knocking Milo over on top of him and lay there shouting, help me, help me. There's a little boy on me. The bug, the bug sprawled untidily on a mound of squash letters and talk. His alarm ringing persistently was buried under a pile of words. And that is the end of chapter four. So come back tomorrow to find out what happens with the humbug, the spelling bee, and the remains of the word market.